pandemic. All right, let's do this. This is going to be a train wreck. Welcome to Curiosity Public. I'm Dutch. I'm Jules. Dylan. And yes, another episode of our podcast. Uh, a little different episode today. I think we're actually maybe going to be relevant if this comes out. <laughs> Basically, next, we won't uh, be relevant because this will come out for <laughs> So this is probably going to be old news by the time this comes out, but still you get to hear our uh, lame thoughts on it. But before we get into that, let's chat a little bit about what we're drinking. I see you guys are still preparing your drinks, so I guess I'll go first. I was in a tequila mood today and grabbed my bottle of Tepatillo Excelencia. Extra oh my God. Añejo. I was talking about that liquor today. To Dutch. Really? <laughs> no, 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 not to Dutch, but some people, I, some some people I know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like a Tapatio extra añejo today, but I don't have a bottle. I was looking for one. That's that my was story. your conversation. That's my story oh, with wow. himself. I know. Yeah, people, looking in the mirror. Just, uh, some people in my head. For, uh, Jose Cuervo Gold instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Jules, what do you got? Uh, so I'm going because I'm proud to be an American. Some Colonel E. H. Taylor, <laughs> bottled in bond. <laughs> Very nice. The small batch? This is the small batch. Nice choice. And going of course, in. you're going with what the front runners go with. Buffalo yeah. Trace, E.H. Uh, e. Taylor product. All right, Dylan, what do you know is in there? All right. I just needed something more powerful today. <laughs> and I got the, uh, I'm drinking the Woodford Reserve Batch Proof 128.3. Nice. Very nice. I wonder what inspired you to drink that. Really something watch- with YouTube? <laughs> I don't watch any YouTube. <laughs> Or at least uh, any show, and uh, even hours. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I needed something powerful, so I looked at the my cabinet and I said, "Well, this is this would be a good day." Yeah, that is, that's a very good one. Um, as any watchers of our YouTube channel would know. All right, guys. So we're gonna kick this discussion off. This is Jules's show because he wanted to do this one, but uh, he he sent around an article about the Tokyo Olympics organ- organizers banning alcohol sales. I guess it didn't last that long, right now. before the Olympics. Were yeah, this was like a month ago right i think it's uh supposed to be enforced i think like a week before the opening ceremonies oh wow yeah and and yeah so people were complaining (laughs) about it just because uh they want their alcohol well i mean so it's uh, a very similar strategy i guess we should backtrack it's very similar strategy to like what they did in and i think we talked about it in a podcast what they did in south africa right where they're trying to curb the uh coronavirus pandemic and one way for them to do that is to ban alcohol sales uh so like at the bars at restaurants and all that and uh, i guess this became a bigger thing for tokyo as you know they're going to host the olympics or they're currently hosting the olympics as we're recording this and uh that the tokyo olympic organizers themselves ban the sale of alcohol like at their venues so there wasn't going to be any alcohol sales at their venues uh, which didn't matter anyway only because for the most part i mean there are no fans in the stands yeah this all seems kind of bizarre to me like yeah. is it really is this really for coronavirus or are they just afraid of people going crazy drinking too much? Because- I just don't I don't get this strategy in general when it comes to supposedly curbing the pandemic. <laughs> well, I think it's because the argument I didn't listen to your timeline and it doesn't make sense to me. I think what happened was they have a, a citywide or nationwide lockdown 
And so there was a ban in alcohol sales because once you drink, you may not socially distance because you're inebriated. Yeah, right. And so they banned it, but then they made an exception at the Olympic venues and they said it was okay to sell alcohol for the select spectators. But then the restaurant Being that when they were going to allow spectators who had proof that they had been vaccinated, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that gets into like some other the criteria. Or at least a negative then, COVID-19 test. Yeah. Well, but then the issue was that the restaurant owners and the restaurant owner association, as well as all these other people that are outside of the venue were complaining because saying, why is there hypocrisy here? Because you're not allowing us to sell alcohol and then yet you make an exception. And then the organizer said, well, this is the Olympics. We need to have <laughs> some kind of alcohol sale and blah, blah, blah. They went back and forth, back and forth. And then I think they finally relented and banned alcohol yeah. like across the Overall. to be consistent right. because there was a lot of pressure from newspapers and health officials saying this is going to like incubate the spread and, and make it worse and blah, blah, blah. So I think that was like the timeline that I got. And yeah. your point about this not working, I mean, that's arguable. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I'm just questioning it, right? I mean, because like, it's it's pretty fascinating, at least in the article, they talk about like how so one Tokyoite can can drink alone or with one other person for up to 90 minutes between 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. at bars and restaurants. Okay, that's idiot. After that, they cannot. After that, you'll get coronavirus instantly. Right. So it's yeah. like, I mean, but that's why this whole thing is ridiculous. It's like to that specific provision, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, because you're it's missing all you're, a mess. you're missing the uh, scientician's argument that sure. the virus goes dormant between the hours of whatever you 11 said. 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yeah. Apparently, and then it wakes up and then right. says, "Hey, hey!" Immediately right. turns on after like 7:01 p.m. I mean, I think the key thing there was Tokyo with one one other person, right? Like, why does your risk increase between uh, 7 p.m. and 11 a.m. the next? Again, I think this is more like uh, they just didn't want crowds right at yeah. night to get out of like hand gathering. Yeah. I get it. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, there was another article unrelated to this, but it's like talking about how the whole Tokyo Olympics is going to be like a $20 billion windfall for them. Is it really? Right. Yeah. Wow. Like, well, so the estimates to... right now are like $20 billion. That's why they didn't want to postpone it again, right? Right. Yeah. You know? I mean, they've sunk so much money. And what, what's really sad, so this article, I think it was the Wall Street Journal. But anyway, like it was fascinating because um, they were talking about how in 2019, they were actually, so Tokyo was actually ahead of the game in terms of preparing for the Olympics. They were one of the few cities who were hosting where they actually got like ahead of the game, like a uh, record or whatever, like in terms of construction and venues operating, all that. So they were prepared, well prepared, and then coronavirus hits and then delayed. Right? Yeah, I saw those cardboard beds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they debunked that though, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Made well, for good clickbait though. Yeah, good clickbait and lots of news coming out of the Olympics including our next story, which is oh, yeah. been crazy news i guess this week uh, when we're recording this about uh, you know olympians bowing out because of mental health concerns and, and uh, mental health getting a big spotlight with the nfl i don't know anything about sports so jules you got to leave this one again man yeah no like i mean because it was a big one with uh simone biles so u.s Gymnastic, gymnast right? women gymna gymnast yeah so she actually so she was mid team competition where she withdrew herself citing i think originally everyone thought it was uh, an actual physical injury but then later came back and saying just because she wasn't in the right headspace um, yeah. 
I forgot what she called it. I think they, she said like she had the the twists or whatever. The I twist? think that's yeah, that's what they call it. Like in the when they don't have the so for yeah. golf they have the yips and then gymnasts have the twists, I guess, in their head. And then <laughs> these are so medical then, terms. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Terms. And then she also officially like a day after withdrew from the individual competition. So wow. And then citing. You know, again, like mental stress. and um... So have you guys heard the conspiracy theory around this? No. I, I don't think it's actually Apart from true. the mental health stuff? So, or? Well, no, no. I mean, I feel bad even bringing it up because there's no, I don't think there's any evidence of it. But apparently yeah. it came out last Olympics that she takes ADHD medication and that it's really heavily re- regulated in Japan. Yeah. And she hasn't been able to take it. Uh, and that's one of the reasons potentially. Nice Dutch spreading that. <laughs> so yeah, there we go. Spreading misinformation. So. <laughs> oh, baby. Uh, who knows to our um, three fans so <laughs> three <laughs> listeners in japan dude i don't know how more much more clearly i can say that, that, that that's probably right. not true but uh, it's a oh crazy business. i did not hear that yeah but anyway i mean tied with that it's just been a crazy week with all that stuff because the nfl also started with their uh training camp and aaron Rodgers, who's the quarterback of the green bay packers had a long press conference where he also cited he needed time off for uh to reduce mental clutter and stuff and for those who don't follow like in the NFL I mean there was at the right at the end of the season last year so February of this year you know he had in, been in contract negotiations for renewing his contract not being renewed all this stuff and um, also him not showing up to tri- to uh, whatever OTAs which is before training camp and whatnot and he was I think losing up to was it like up to $500,000 no show or per no show or something like that Jeez. so it was a sizable That's chunk of money serious. Yeah. you know in which uh, especially like out in uh, Green Bay people were like criticizing him big time for it's like dude just you know shut up and play kind of attitude yeah um, but then so that's why i think he felt it, it was important for him to uh give his two cents because he had been quiet throughout the whole summer so is this just the wave yeah. of the future i mean is this the way it's going to be going forward like hey i'm having a bad day i'm not going to eat now well i think it had always been around but then now we actually have a term for it right i mean like essentially if we even go to for basketball fans you go back to the antics of dennis rodman and stuff like mm, ditching during the playoffs call. like going to vegas it's like well we could probably attribute that to mental, you know, mental health issues and whatnot and yeah. then i mean he did well, marry himself at one yeah. point right so <laughs> well and that's i think coming back to the other thing too i mean you know even if that conspiracy theory about the the ritalin is true right then so what say it hey look yeah i can't take my medication here right that's a serious thing if, if i need medication to function normally and i can't get it isn't that a good enough reason to step away well that or i mean even if it's not with you know external source like medication if it's just literally internal like if your head is not in the game yeah bow out and, and she did and simone biles did in this case and whatnot and then i guess it's also fascinating just because like uh you know so it's olympics are being held in tokyo and then one of the big japanese players in tennis naomi osaka she had bowed out not too long ago in tourney i think in the for wimbledon was it was it wimbledon or french open uh, french open actually for what, mental health too i think it was the french open okay well this kind of raises the, the flip side of that too which is like why do we like watching people like this it's because they can power through and do things that other people can't do you know so i understand the people that are like what's the deal you know like just do it just grin and bear it and just do it yeah like
like Nike says, just do it. So, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, th- these people are supposed to be superhuman. That's why they're the stars that they are, right? Yeah, no, I mean, there there is definitely a fair argument in that regard. I think, I think it is important, though, in terms of, you know, as uh, you know, with your physical health, yeah, there's now, I mean, and there's always been mental health bit of this, um, only like the strong survive. And there's also like the mental bit of ability of that. But um, I, I think that's what makes them accomplishing whatever they do all the more incredible, right? Because it's like, well, they had to battle yeah. not just like the physical aspects of the game, but also the mental aspects. Yeah. Well, I also think too, I mean, for somebody like an Olympian who's not really getting paid until after the fact, usually, right? <laughs> like until yeah. they can get some sponsorships. Yeah, with your sponsorships. Um, but like with a pro football player, then that's when I start saying like, well, you're literally getting paid to show up and perform. And I mean, yeah. I think it's something, it's becoming something too, just in the, in the general workforce, right? Like needing mental health days and all that. Yeah. The problem is, is that this country is so much about work, 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 capitalism. That's how this country got to where it is. And that's been the mantra of the workforce for 200 years. It's going to take a little time, I think, for people to accept that, you know what, we can take a little bit of time for ourselves. You know, we don't take the three months off that they do in Europe, but, you know, maybe a few extra days here and there to, to chill out. And maybe they have it right to begin with. Maybe we do need that. <laughs> maybe we do. But hey, maybe we wouldn't be the largest yeah. economy in the world if we did that. Right. So, you know, hey, we got exactly. to recognize the other side of the coin there. Absolutely. I know we don't normally attribute athletes to mental health, fortitude and prowess, but it is integrated into their being, right? You can't have just physical or motor fortitude and superiority. You have to have the mental component too. Yeah. And so Simone Biles pulling out, there's no blame or anything. I don't know why people would argue it in one way or the other. To me, she wasn't up to Olympic standards, meaning that she didn't have both the physical and mental readiness at this point. It stinks for her, I think, that she wasn't able to do it. People would give athletes a bigger pass if like they broke a foot. Exactly. Like they would say, oh. Like an actual physical injury. And I think that's why. Because they only attribute, yeah, they only attribute physical prowess to athletes. But I think most reasonable people will say, no, the whole person that includes the mental fortitude is integrated into that athleticism. So to me, her pulling out is equivalent to her getting injured physically. I mean, I think maybe if people's perspectives changed a little bit and said, well, she got hurt, right? right? She can't compete because she got hurt. And maybe that would be more palatable to people. It still wouldn't. Because we're going to dig in. I mean, at least for now, right? I mean, I think eventually there'll be an evolution where, I mean, that's why it's nice that we can categorize it as, you know, mental health and that it should be looked equally to, you know, physical health. It should. It should. But, but, but here's the, the, I mean, the problem is the way that athletes have been put on pedestals. I mean, literally right. and figuratively. I mean, every time you watch the Olympics, what's it about? It's about, wow, this person overcame this and they overcame right. that and they trained harder than everybody else. And they had all this crap going on in their lives, but they still pulled it together and did it. Right. That's what, that, those are the people we put on the pedestal, right? The people that right. can overcome the stuff. So it's. No, that's, that's a narrative created by NBC. It doesn't matter. That's what's ingrained. But in that's the mind, narrative. Yeah. Right? That's, that's what sells the tickets. Exactly. Man. Everybody like watching this has been drilled into our psyche for the past right. two decades of like that's what it takes to get on the pedestal you got to overcome I stuff. mean it goes back all the way to I mean not, I'm not all saying the that's way right I just saying that that's I what's mean you been... could look as far as you know just you know, look at just the NBA for example you know Magic Johnson 
Dylan's favorite and basketball player, Michael Jordan, you know, my favorite. I mean, these guys, especially in their retirement years, like they get paid to do public speaking at business conventions, right? Why? Because, and it's mostly just talking about like what they mentally had to overcome. So, so you brought you up know, the in addition exa- to the physical. You got you brought up the good example of Dennis Rodman. How did his colleagues in the NBA respond when he did that? Right. Well, I mean, as we learned in the last dance, like Michael Jordan's like, flew, Michael Jordan actually flew out to Vegas to go grab him, you know, get his head on straight, get your head back in the game kind of thing. I mean, and who knows what was said between the two of them, but um, whatever Michael said or did was enough because I guess that is what focused Rodman back into the game. And but didn't Phil say that they let him do it? Right. Yeah. Well, they that- let him go from Phil's perspective, right? Because normally like they wouldn't be allowed to go, Like he would have been fined by the team for leaving, whatever, all this so other the team stuff. understood, but well, we don't know if the team did, or the organization, we just know Phil Jackson. Well, Phil and, and Michael and let him go, leave, yeah. right? But yeah, like so. the public at the time just saw, wow, Dennis Rodman is crazy. Right. Right. Like that was yeah. the impression. We that had. was the impression. I mean, I remember that, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that was all the talk in the news. Like he's, you know, he's just crazy. And then they would also just, you know, it's just, that's who Dennis Rodman is. Right. And then we right. didn't attribute it to a particular ailment like uh, mental health. Because he is kind of crazy, but. <laughs> right. So speaking of that, what did Scotty Pippen, the purveyor of digits Ooh. say also, because he's been in the news and right. some people say that he's dealing with some mental health issues <laughs> yeah. and may have before even oh, wow. right, right. <laughs> You so, mean he's just not broke? Well, I mean, th- that can lead to things, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. What's the like the adage? They say, if you are poor, you're crazy. If you're rich, you're eccentric. That's the description of psychiatric well-being. Wow. Or That's deep. lack thereof. So, <laughs> yeah, the more thoughts, lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. It's just whoever gets to write the rules, right? <laughs> it's true. This is a heavy topic like gravity. And uh, I just want to ask, uh, are you watching? heavier in the future? <laughs> Exactly. I was waiting for someone to say it. I set you guys up and you guys failed. All right. So uh, great um, Scott. Who's yeah, wow. Great who's, scotch. Yeah. There you go. Who's <laughs> so who's watching the Olympics? Oh, you mean Actually, among I am us? Curi- I'm curious if no, you, uh, guys. you know what the ratings are, but uh, I usually been, only get the highlights. And like I the watched, biggest highlight, I must uh, interject and interrupt uh, Dutch right now. It's like, you know, Philippines, first gold ever, baby. And of course, it's in women's weightlifting. <laughs> Did you see her name, though? Uh, yeah. Her name is uh, He Dylan. <laughs> Is it right? really? I didn't. I didn't look that carefully. I guess uh. it's got to be right. <laughs> Hilarious! Oh, I gotta look this up. You tell me. Oh, it is. I don't know how you say Hidillion. 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 I don't even know, man. I yes. have not been watching that much. I actually turned it on today because I was working and I had the TV on in the background and there was some swimming on. You know, it's always a little bit exciting to see that those. You know, who can uh, cross the line first? Well, speaking of which, did you see the whole thing about beach volleyball and the clothing? Yeah. No. Oh, what's that? Dude, the restrict, I, I gotta say, I mean, <laughs> the requirements on like the clothing yeah. is a little creepy. What is it? <laughs> Like, As in there were like the women are required to wear two piece bikinis or something. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know that. And they find one of the teams for not wearing a two piece for wearing like shorts instead of the thong, the swimwear or whatever. Bikini. Yeah. Bikini. Yeah. And then like the Turkish uh, handball team got criticized by some clerics for wearing revealing clothing or something like that. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. Really? So it's on both sides. <laughs> and criticism yeah. is on both ends. Yep. So that's definitely the huge hurdle for women athletes to overcome man i mean don't get me wrong i like watching women's beach volleyball too <laughs> wow Jeez. wow 
Uh, hey, they're entertaining. There was something too about like the Mexican softball team left the uh, like they stole the betting from the what? Olympic Village and they left all their uniforms in the trash or something like that. No way. Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know if it was like they were upset about something, but anyway, there's always weird stuff going on at the Olympics. There's always weird stuff going on in the Olympic Village. Yeah, but this feels like more than <laughs> normal. <laughs> It does, right? Oh, yeah. Guys, apologize for crazy. throwing away Olympic apparel. Yeah. The world's going their crazy. uniforms in the trash. I mean, speaking of mental health, I mean, yeah, I mean, everyone, you know, coming out from lockdown, right? Yeah, I exactly. Mean, I think, you know, uh, there's going to be an adjustment. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. We all have to re-socialize. We all have to remember what's going on. How to Everyone needs and... like, yeah. You know. <laughs> anyway, we're going to try to solve all the world's problems by just having a nice sip of alcohol, which yeah, on, just have a... it's good, good for the mental health. And, sip of uh, alcohol and all your social graces will come back <laughs> none of this is advice and we're not professionals and uh please let's stop this episode right Except now dutch, dutch is the one professional here i know right but <laughs> let me just ask though because of the alcohol ban does that mean we're going to get more centauri over here Maybe. i hope so i hope so We'll see. There you go. I mean, they have plenty of stock. They got to do something with it. Uh, I don't know. They're playing games. All right. <laughs> Olympic I'm games. sure. I'm sure there's some Olympic athletes who are flipping this stuff. <laughs> They're Dude, smart. That's what we needed, man. We needed to find some. We need an inside person. Yeah, 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 we need an Olympian. <laughs> All right, Jules, we've digressed. You got to take uh, us out of this. Totally digress. Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't yet, be sure to check out our YouTube channel. Uh, we got new content up there weekly. We do reviews and drink throughs. And if you like what we do, want to help us out be sure to check out our subscription membership program which is also on youtube called curiosity private you get early access to re- review videos unique content sometimes that we do not release to the public so it's just for you you can also help us out by buying uh, t-shirts which will have a link in the description down below as always stay safe stay healthy stay curious